All right, we're ready to get started. Ah, I'm feeling a little cold. Lauren, yeah. are you cold? Yeah, I'm so cold. Uh, I don't have a jacket, though. Quinn? Hey, Quinn, can we borrow your jacket? Quinn? Quinn? Hey, Quinn, can, can we have your jacket? Can I, yeah, can we, can we borrow your jacket? Hey, Quinn, can I get that jacket? Quinn, can I get that jacket? <laughs> Quinn. <laughs> Quinn, please, I need the jacket. <laughs> All right. No, it's members Hello? only. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to Snuffed, a Survivor podcast. The uh, only Survivor podcast uh, that's done by... Three idiots, whatever they can find time to talk about Survivor. I, I like to think that... <laughs> no, the, this one isn't our fault. The fact we're doing a double episode is finally not our fault. Yeah, this is CBS All Access's fault, to be fair. So I, I go to watch it so we re- can record for last week, and it just says no, essentially. It was like, fuck off, you're ugly. <laughs> Only people who can have access to Tinder. <laughs> oh, that's it. That was the, it. Was the CBS Tinder partnership that uh, did you in? Keeps fucking me um, over. <laughs> I'm Tyler, by the way. I'm Lauren, and I'm a good time. Who's <laughs> uh, named Quinn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and we're sorry about not having an episode last week, but since Quinn had technical difficulties on his end with watching the episode, we basically made the decision to not do an episode, because without, what were we supposed to do? Yeah, yeah. I, I was. they kept telling me they couldn't record without me, even though I insisted, <laughs> and now I understand why. Um, we couldn't have a this Natalie-filled episode without Quinn. <laughs> I think at this point we should just pretend that this show happens, like, every two weeks. <laughs> it's just... And you'll get lucky if you get one, get one next week. Surprise! <laughs> Even, like, last season, I don't think we had two double episodes in a row. I know. Yeah, this it's, was a low. <laughs> um, but that's fine. We're here. We're talking about uh, two episodes of Survivor. Uh, we are talking about jackets and eggs. I feel like they kind of go well together, though. They, they are. They're companion pieces. Yeah, yeah. It, it kind of same way the other week. I, I feel like the editing this season is putting is doubling up on some episodes, and and we made it right before the merge, so we're not doing like a post merge episode. That's perfect. And it's it's kind of good that um this is a double episode because this week's episode was probably the most whatever episode of the season so far. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. It it kind of was. I mean, in a season full of really great episodes. Yeah. Oh consistently excellent like it, the, it was still a good episode it just wasn't the first it was the first not excellent episode and i do i feel like anyone who listens to this podcast would appreciate that i did dress up as a survivor contestant for work and by dress up i mean i found an old buff from 2004 and put that on <laughs> and and a jacket and i did wear a jacket Right. Coincidentally. Well, Lauren, uh, Lauren recognizes you got to stay warm. Yeah. On, on the island, she runs cold. So. <laughs> uh. So, anyways, uh, this week, 
So we're talking about Jack and Eggs. We're also talking about aren't brochachos just adorable? Which they uh, are. They are, and and it was something. We love. It, the last time we recorded an episode, I read the title of that and didn't understand what brochacho was because that hadn't been introduced to the show yet. So now we know what a brochacho is and how to pronounce it. I didn't know what a jacket was until I watched the episode. <laughs> So so let let's get into the jackets and eggs of it all. Um, so we uh, join the purple parrots, aka Jabini, for their um, they they're kind of like uh, Lauren. Go off your notes. I was trying to start, yeah. but I can't well, remember how this episode it, it, started. It starts with the evacuation, pretty much. Oh right, I forgot about that. Yeah, you texted me last night. Or you texted both of us, I think, about that. Yeah, so the evacuation was nuts. Yeah, so they had a cyclone, and for the first time in Survivor history, they had to evacuate the camps because it was unsafe for them. And that, it, it had was. to be so... It was so windy. Wait. The little we saw. Pot, you watched last night's episode too, right, Quinn? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I don't know why, Just we just kept talking about how you watched the first one. I was like, wait... Did you watch last night? <laughs> okay. I'm just going... I haven't seen a single episode this season. I've been blind He's just, and just riffing. Yes, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the storm really was, like, so bad. Like, when they came back, half of their shelters were destroyed. Yeah, and, and like, I always feel bad for the new tribe that they have to, like build a new shelter anyway when they like split into three and they get like a new beach and then for everyone have to do it again it just sucks (laughs) and for this to happen to the davids it's just so uh, davids because it did happen it happened to a bunch of davids it was only because the davids were on all of the tribes yeah davids were on all the tribes so this (laughs) happened to davids more than anything else I, I really wish we would have gotten camera footage on where they went and what they were doing while they were gone. I want to yeah. know. Like, were they did, were they sequestered with each other still? Did they sleep in a bed? We're, yeah. It, it, like, I feel like it wouldn't be fair unless they were all sequestered individually. Yeah. Did they get to eat? Like, what the fuck did they do for two days? I do. What, how long was it? Was it two days? I think I heard two days, but I could be wrong about that. I didn't know. I yeah, did. I, don't I, know I did like before they left that Davy said that he was ready to get his black ass out of there. <laughs> that did make me laugh. <laughs> Davy is fun. I do like Davy. He can't win. No. Nah, well, he he had a he he drew some wrath on last night's episode, but we'll get into that. Um. So, uh, I, go ahead. I just so like when they they come back finally to have the reward challenge which I'm glad we're having separate reward and immunity now because I, yeah, I was getting sick of them but I think my favorite part of the show is blindside reactions from opposing tribes yes I love it like they this were this is a big one they were shocked Natalia yeah. was gone yeah it, but you know what jumping and, ahead and the best- they didn't seem shocked when Natalie wasn't there no. <laughs> <laughs> like, like they were really shocked to see uh, that Natalia, Natalia had gotten voted out, and that was like a big reaction from everybody. But like, Mike was like, 
oh, seeing the reaction from everybody. But I was like, based on the ones that they showed in the thing, nobody seemed to really notice at all or care. (laughs) It seemed like they were like a little upset a Goliath was gone, but they were like, I get it. (laughs) Yeah, that was kind of the the general reaction. But my favorite part was when they got... When they got to the reward after, and you know, Jeff was like, Natalia voted out the last tribal council. Alex still had that shit eating grin on his face. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved it. Guys, I said this before we started recording, just to Tyler, but I am just continually to fall in love with Alex. <laughs> there's, there's no stopping. The, the heartthrob that I'm in lo- obsessed with on my team, I thought was going to be Dan, and it just isn't. <laughs> Too bad you're not going to see him at the reunion. I know. That's a bummer. I think about that a lot when I see him. But Lauren, he's we'll, so, we'll get... He's so fun. We're I, gonna, I, we're gonna get, I know we keep teasing stuff we're going to get into, but I am excited to talk about the big reason Lauren said that, which was the preview for next week's episode. <laughs> I am surprised they're giving him a good edit, despite everything that happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. They could have changed it. That happened back in, like, what, February? Yeah, it was a bit ago. Also, yeah, I'm know. still so curious as to how the hell do they start dating? <laughs> I, I'm fascinated. Do they start dating on the show or after? It might be a Jenna Seabass C- thing where it's like, oh, that's happening now. Yeah, I can't imagine it starts on the show because they're about to, well, no, it hasn't really happened yet. Now, after this episode, after, uh, jeez. <laughs> Um, next breath. week's episode is the merge, and so she's going to be back with Dan. Well, we'll see what happens. I love a unless love triangle. Unless he's too tight with the brochachos that he doesn't have time I'm, in the car anymore. I, I honestly, I'm interested to see what the fuck's going to happen on next week's episode because what we had talked about. I'll just get into it now. We'll just talk about it now. Yeah, it's kind cares? of a preview for next week, but it's relevant to everything else. So we talked about. Early on, I think we we all kind of agreed that there was this feeling uh, that um, when we were going over to David and Goliaths, there were some Goliaths that felt like they should be Davids. And most of the Davids, I think we all agreed, deserved to be Davids. But, we, <laughs> but, there, was, but there was a lot of Goliaths where you're like, oh, Mike White is a Goliath? That's yeah, weird. It just depends. It kind of just, they got put there based off of who else was there. Well, it's not so... But I think it's because in your head, Goliaths are strong and Davids are weak. And there was a lot of, like, older, weak people on the Goliath tribe that... Because their interpretation of Goliath and David is is privilege, basically, and no privilege. The thing... But but we were finding it hard to, like, remember who was who. And I think that the exciting thing about this season has become, for whatever reason, the, the stars aligned... Everything shook out right where we're not playing a game where everybody's obsessed with their original tribes. Everybody has broke off into chaos, and it's so much better. This is how Survivor should be played. It's pretty much been like, it's like every other tribal is each team it's it's really come down to like you're slowly starting to see it it it, it started with alex's blind side alec alec i always i always want to call him alex i've said it i've done it like on every episode of the show alex blind side and then natalie getting voted out 
it just kind of kept coming down to the, now we're heading into the merge we're basically even nobody has that much of a, a wide thing that's why when they split into three tribes I was like it was necessary it was a good time to do it mm-hmm. and clearly it was the right time to do it because everything's shaking out much better because they like, the, cause the way everything swapped out there's only one more Goliath than there is David the thing you said mm-hmm. though is is that's how survivors should be played it's exactly the opposite of how Survivor should be played. The best way to play Survivor is sticking with your tribe and just annihilating the other. But that's boring TV for us, so we don't want that. But that's the right. most effective tra- yeah, we're not, we're strategy. We're not saying that that's, if you want to win Survivor, that's what you should do. We're just saying this is what we want to watch. Yeah, if, oh, you, yeah. Want to have no, a good, if you want to do a good season of Survivor, this is the way to do it. Because it, it But it, it's... You're right from like a strategy standpoint. You don't want to rock the boat. That's why everybody doesn't doesn't do it so much. But you can still play this game in a way that makes sense. I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but we were talking about how you can play. Um, you should play with people. When I say the way Survivor should be played, I'm basically saying you should play in a way that makes it so that you're playing with who you trust, and sometimes who you want to play with isn't necessarily who you started out with and convincing yourself that that's the way to do it. I think that's why you end up with so many people who are like, oh yeah, my alliance is like these three or four people and I'm with them and I'm on the bottom of it and I'm just going to get voted out because I can't work with anybody else because they don't trust me because I'm in this group. Like it kind of fucks over a lot of people and the Mm. people who are at the top and are in the right position, it's great for them, but for everybody else, it ruins your game. This way of playing, anybody can make a move at any time and change everything, and that's what's exciting about it. Yeah, I agree. Um, so... I do want to say, because you were talking about how, um, you know, David's and the, the, the line between David and Goliath was a little blurry for some people, and how Alec really just... I mean, we know from these episodes that we've watched that he just really does not care about the Goliath strong mentality. I mean, mainly just because Natalia was mean to him. (laughs) But um, it goes back to when we were talking about in the draft episode where he's very clearly like a a jockish character. We we kind of had a lot of preconceived notions about him that he was going to be like this fuckboy... He does look like a fuckboy. He does look like a fuckboy. But, and then when I was talking about, like, reading his bios, like, he was talking about how he never had money, and he was just, like, trying to help his dad out, and, like, all this stuff, and he had, like, a very humble backstory. So why is he on the Goliath? Because he's hot? Yeah. Because isn't he, like, a DJ? (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, he was talking about, he was, like... I, I, cause I remember being like, he, cause, or something like, he was talking about, uh, oh, oh, I remember what specifically it was. It was, um, one of the three things he wanted to bring to an island was his bank account statement to keep him motivated. Oh. <laughs> it was, so it was like pointing out the fact that he just doesn't have a lot of money. And so it was like, I don't think he's as Goliath, you know, massive jock sports guy that, you know, looking at him, you think he is. Maybe that's Especially why. now, like, watching him and seeing him interact with people and, and stuff like that. I guess he does really more to the Davids. Maybe there was just a number mix-up. I gotta say I'm a little upset. Okay. This is Natalie's episode and we keep talking about Alec. I am sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, we'll, we'll give it to we'll you. <laughs> this is the last time I get to do this. Yes, we'll, indul- <laughs> we'll indulge you. Um, I did like, okay, so back to the reward challenge. <laughs> I feel like there was a part, <laughs> there was a part where Jeff said, um, the most obvious in your face thing he could have ever said, and it was, Dan and John are doing a nice job. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's like, yeah, it's a challenge. Of course they are. I I, I thought this, this challenge made me laugh because, like, the whole, like, pu- pushing the pull on the net to knock stuff off was just kind of stupid looking. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so dumb. It looking. just made me laugh. He was, he was being very critical of Davy's ability. He was here. so mean. <laughs> he was like, oh, Davy's doing a terrible job. Wow, Davy. You don't do this in I... your everyday life. <laughs> Yeah, the, by the by the way, for the record, Lauren takes extensive notes for everything and I don't take any notes. And I and that was fine, except this year nobody's fucking updating the Wikipedia page for this show. <laughs> They're updating all the stats, but the the episode descriptions have seemed to have stopped mid-sentence. Um <laughs> like 3 weeks ago. That, and so That person got killed. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly think something happened. Because the last entry is, like, there are all these big extensive recaps, and then there's, like, one sentence for episode three, and it just stops. <laughs> yeah, Survivor Wikipedia person, please come back so Tyler can put in less effort. Yes. I'm just, it's just hard, because it's been so long since I saw this episode, I don't remember what happened. Well, what happens is, well, I, I wrote that Elizabeth won the reward for her team. Okay, wait. Okay. Oh, okay. I was I was gonna ask who's Elizabeth. Stephanie. Wait, who's Stephanie? I like to call her Stephanie. Why? It's Elizabeth. I think of her as because Lauren, because Lauren always calls her Stephanie for some reason. <laughs> I think of her as girl in hat. <laughs> um. But anyways, the the craziest thing happened in that the green team lost. So it's kind of funny that winning this challenge is what started to lead to Natalie's downfall. <laughs> I know. Because, yeah, let's get into that. So the reward was uh, a chicken. Right, Hen, Chen? Ch- right, Hen, Chen? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm very tired. It, 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 it was three hens, and then, like, the second reward was just some eggs. So did the purple team get just the eggs? They just won the eggs. Okay, yeah. Okay, so the purple team just won some eggs, and boy, did that cause some drama. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it's like, ends up with Lyrsa and yes, Natalie arguing, <laughs> are arguing over how to cook eggs, but what made me laugh is, it might have just been Lyrsa's accent, but she called Natalie... Egg autistical. <laughs> I don't know if it. I, I don't know if it was a pen or not, but I loved it. I choose to believe that it was a play on words. Uh, but <laughs> I think it was. <laughs> I hope like it was. Saying, yeah, it I was hope, funny. I hope it is. I, I I choose to believe that it was. Um, I I will say for the record. Uh, sorry to kick her while she's down, uh, Quinn, but. Natalie was wrong you in this be. argument, and that was a, 
And if they if they would have cooked those eggs, they would have the shelf life would have been ruined. And if they ate them, they all would have gotten sick. Yeah, basically, <laughs> they get they get back to camp with their like what six eggs or something like that. And Natalie goes, "We should cook all of them." And my favorite is Mike just got, under his breath goes, "Oh God." <laughs> <laughs> So Natalie I, um, wanted Natalie wanted to cook all of the eggs at once so then you could just eat them whenever you wanted and Lyrsa was like I went to culinary school, that's a bad idea. Let's not do that. And then Yeah, it started a it started the first riff in that camp. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised the camera didn't pan zoom into Natalie's face again. <laughs> The the opening to that argument was weird because it starts with Angelina talking about how she's a vegetarian and how much she loves eggs. And it just that seemed was, really out of place. It was really weird. Because <laughs> she was just like, I get all my protein from eggs. It was like, good for you, Angelina. And it's I'm proud like, of that. You're on Survivor. If you need to eat a fish, you need to eat a fish. Like, mm-hmm. But don't count on Christian catching them for you. No. So this this causes this causes Mike to say about Natalie she has a master's in ungraciousness. <laughs> it was good. It's... I I really like Mike a lot. I do too. I like also like, watching I knew Mike I was... have an existential crisis playing Survivor, which he did this week. <laughs> He's just like, I knew I was going to like him, and I'm just so glad that he's like, hasn't been voted out for weakness or whatever, and is still here. Because he's like, not even. Yeah, I know. I really, I think I really fucked up. Why? What? By picking Elizabeth. Yeah. She, I, she, I still think she has a chance. She's been p- definitely playing better. Oh, you yeah. mean over Christian? Oh, yeah, that was a fool's move. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anything else about the eggs that we want to say? Um, I, I just would have eaten the eggs right there and then. Yeah, I would be like. It just makes life easier. I wouldn't have thought that the eggs would last that long anyways. But I definitely would have listened to Larissa when she was like, yeah, I went to culinary school. I know how eggs work. I'd be like, oh, okay. I'd be like, okay, well, I trust you then. And if we get sick, (laughs) I don't trust you anymore. But I trust you now, so. But yeah, she was like, the second we cook these, we we are, we only have a limited amount of time to eat them before they go bad. So, and Natalie was like, no, let's cook them now and store them. I took uh, it as Natalie was like, let's just cook them and then eat them immediately. Well, she that's what I thought her wanted, argument was. I think that's what she wanted to do, but she did keep saying that we should cook them now and then we can eat them whenever. I, like, she kept saying... Saying it in a way where she definitely meant we'll cook them and we can eat them later. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think her personally, she just wanted to eat all of the eggs. <laughs> they need protein. I mean, yeah, I would... I, I get it, but I think that's just like she was trying to make it seem like she was planning for the future, but I think she just wanted to eat her share of the eggs. Cause she she knew her days were numbered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. What happened after this? So then, after that, Christian starts breaking into the brochachos. 
Uh, I really, I love Christian so much. He's the best part of this season so far for me. Just every time yeah, he speaks, he's... it's hilarious. It's, you can tell that, like, I've always joked before that, like, you, you know, there, there's, it, it seems like some people, they come to Survivor and they get broken by the elements and some people thrive and for whatever reason christian on the first day when you would listen to him talk i was like oh man this guy's gonna get eaten alive out here he's got no self-confidence and he's too much of an egghead for his own good and he's gonna he's gonna sink because of it he's gonna get voted out immediately i thought that through the first episode and then i don't know what happened but something clicked in him and he's thriving out there on that island he's making great friendships with everybody and he's like still an egghead but like you you talk to him and he's like he's like i'm making friends with people and i wish i was like this other anywhere else but like this is what i always want i'm always afraid of like not being accepted and here everybody likes me and it's crazy but i love it he's he just seems to really be at home on the island I I really love it a lot. He's so much fun to watch. I also love the way in this in in this episode when he goes, uh, "Today we're all Davids." That's the Goliath. <laughs> it points to the storm. It was fucking cool as shit. My favorite was in uh, episode six when he fed John. A, what was it? A vegetable? <laughs> but he hand fed him. Oh my god. I missed that. It was, when he hand fed him, that's what the line for for the second episode yeah, is. Um, Dan, Dan, that's when Dan goes, "Bro, judges are adorable." <laughs> <laughs> um, so after uh, Christian is joining the bro judges, and then there's a scene, there's one shot specifically where there's a whole you know scene where Dan goes looking for an idol. Uh, because I went to a new camp, so he's like, new camp, new idol, let's let's get this bread. <laughs> and so he's looking for it, he's just walking, but there's one shot of him walking, and then it just zooms into Christian looking at him in the background. <laughs> I, <don't, laughs> I saw that, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he knows that he was looking for an idol, or if he did, they, they haven't made that, you know, part of any storyline, but it was a really good shot, and I thought it was funny. <laughs> I cannot believe Dan has two idols. Who would have thought? Like, wow. And he doesn't need them, but he's, like, the only one looking for them. And then, like, yeah, what that in the, on that camp, they were kind of starting to discuss. I think it was in, it was in the, the next episode, but they were just starting to discuss, like, we should blindside Dan because he has an idol. But it's like, um, they don't know that he has two. But... I don't nullify her, baby. It's merch time. It's baby. out there. Baby. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna like. I'm gonna that, make a that prediction where they, if they can convince Dan to play it, and Carl plays his I don't nullify her. I'm gonna make out. a prediction. I to, think uh, Carl doesn't even have to say anything about it. Dan is going to be the second person to go out with two idols in his pocket. Is that a prediction? That's my prediction. All right. I just see it for him. I do too. It would it would make it would just fit his narrative well. <laughs> he loses the girl and the game. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, bud. I feel like that's gonna happen. 
It is. <laughs> There's no way he wins. Although, who knows? My... Also, just on a separate note, the Davids and Goliaths are even, but also our teams are pretty even. Who's winning? I love right that. Now? I think it's me. You, know, you have <laughs> <laughs> winning. Winning, if you mean the least people. <laughs> which, which again, I oh, think has been established on the show is how he thinks this is works. <laughs> no, I can't because I the I keep forgetting that like all, about my, all the medevacs. <laughs> Because I've only had, like, one person voted yeah. out. You have four. I have... Wait, who else am I missing? You ha- only have John, Nick, Angelina, and Christian. John, Nick, Angelina, and Christian. Okay. That's Quinn's team. That's a strong That's team. That is a, a pretty good strong team. team. Tyler has Davey, Gabby, Mike White, and Kara. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> And I have Dan. Oh, unless Kara wins, because we did talk about how Kara might win because they didn't ban her, but they banned Alec. And then I have Dan, Allison, Carl, Alec, and Elizabeth. So technically I'm winning because I have five and you two have four. But isn't winning a little more holistic than that? Yeah. <laughs> um, so then we go to the immunity challenge. And there is a fun thing where when they're about to start and Jeff goes, Survivor's ready, but then he pauses a really long time. So Angelina goes, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I <laughs> forgot about that. It was my favorite thing that happened. I liked it a lot. I love that. But an interesting part of this challenge was that, so Dan didn't find, we, ta- we kept talking about how he has two idols, but Dan didn't find an idol on the beach. He found a clue to an idol. Honestly, I kind of stopped paying attention for a second, so I thought he had the idol, and then I was surprised when he didn't. <laughs> he he had a clue, and he had to... There's going to be, like, a... Kind of like a teepee thing? Kind of, yeah. Um, it's like a stand the, with, with, with like, two the, sticks bundled up. Yeah. In the middle of the the challenge, and he had to reach in and get a ball. Is that what it was? Yeah. Or something, and that was the idol. So, but he, not a damn soul saw him do that. And he was not subtle about it at all. No, he even, like, fully bent down and did it, too. But everyone was, like, so, like, enthralled in watching what the challenge that he just went in and got it. I I thought, I, I get it, though, because that challenge, like, was stressing me out. The maze looked really hard. It did. And, that, and especially, like, Christian came from behind to win it, and it was crazy. Mm-hmm. And he thanked all of them for supporting it. <laughs> Nick had to, be, have, had to have been going so slow to lose that. I, you, like, unimaginably slow. I mean, I, I kind of felt like Christian would just go really fast, because physics. But then, Alec, but then Alec got back up there, too. Oh, yeah, that's true. And then Nick ultimately like Nick, lost. Nick never fell. He His ball was the only one that never fell off the maze. He was just going that slowly. I guess he was... I mean, it was a good strategy if he just would have gone a little faster. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... So, yeah. Green and orange win immunity. Purple has to go to Tribal Council. And here's when things get... Really interesting. 
because this is the first like I was I was talking about this earlier. So we've had two episodes, three episodes, where Goliaths and Davids are on the same tribe, right? Yeah. Or at this point, two. In the terms of this vote, it's two episodes. Right. I I mean, at the time that's recording. <laughs> yeah, Just, three. So, in the past two episodes, there have been, in <laughs> each one, there, or no, no, no. At this point, the sorry, I'm all over the place. Okay, <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> all right, backtrack. An interesting. So the thing. season started. <laughs> so the draft. Who do you guys want to pick? Um, I still want Natalie. <laughs> Why? <laughs> an interesting thing is that so the first two episodes we get where. The Davids and Goliaths are on the same tribe. Both of those episodes involve a Goliath bullying a David. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Last, yeah, because in the in in the first week after after the uh, buff swap, we get you know Natalia bullying Davy into voting the way she wanted to vote. I mean, he obviously didn't, but we had that. And then in this episode, we have Natalie. Just straight up bullying Nick. And then Nick's like, are you bullying me? (laughs) And she's like, no, I'm persuading you because you have something that I want. (laughs) I I gotta say, this entire thing was so dumb. I just couldn't believe how stupid it was. Like, I, I... and it was str- it was honestly stressing it's, me out. It's got to be one of the dumbest reasons someone was voted off Survivor. The the next dumbest reason I could think of is in Survivor um, Cook Islands. This one girl just was talking about how much she missed mashed potatoes, and the other people took that as <laughs> as <laughs> these the other people on her tribe took that as a sign of her wanting to leave, so they voted her off. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love that it. That or when Michaela was voted off because Brandon was too sexually attracted to her. Oh. Which is gross. That that's a gross like, reason. I don't like that. It's it's not it's not it's not good. It's not fun. But it's it's at the same time, it's such a stupid reason to be voted off Survivor. The the reason here is that Angelina wanted Lyrus's jacket. That's what the started this. She's like, I want to mm. vote out Lyrsa so that I can get my jacket. Get her jacket so I can be warmer at night. So Because Nat, she runs cold. She runs cold. And she can't think. And she also doesn't eat meat. <laughs> so then, <laughs> these are things we've learned about Angelina. <laughs> so Natalie takes it upon herself as trying to bond with Angelina... To bully Nick into giving up his jacket. <laughs> well, saying... they wanted the or uh, Angelina at first wanted Lyrsa's members only jacket, which I thought isn't that like a really dated brand? Yes, I don't even. I don't okay, even... I thought it's so. Gotta, if it's a new members only jacket, it has to be like ironic. <laughs> 
but so I don't think they 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 developed a plan because they thought I guess they thought they had easier access to Nick's jacket. Well, that's the thing is I don't because they fully they never had the intention of voting Nick out. They were always going to vote Lyrsa out, but they told Nick that if he left his if he gave up his jacket that they would keep him safe. I do want to want to want to stop this conversation really quick just to say that um members only's website uh seems to they seem to still be making <laughs> uh clothes and jackets so I guess Lisa probably does have a uh legitimate members only jacket and they have uh three categories right on their main page uh members only men's jackets uh members only women's jackets and members only men's apparel for women what <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? So, uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh, it's a selection of men's jackets and sweaters that are perfect for women, I too. love that. <laughs> Never mind. I take back what I said about members only. Oh, shit! Oh, my God, they have a Nickelodeon reversible bomber jacket. $100. It is... It is a men's jacket for women. I would argue... And I'm gonna buy it. I would it. argue you were a little too excited right then, Tyler. Uh, no, I love it. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Members Only Clothing Review Podcast. But yeah, they it, it's pretty much just arguing over bullying and jackets until they get to Tribal Council, where I just had to write down again how stupid that jackets and eggs are the reason this is all happening. Because it's just mm-hmm. insane. And- <laughs> And Jeff is the one who says jacket and eggs. No one saw it coming. Nobody. It, it, it has that ever happened before? I don't think so. I don't think he's allowed to say the truth. Because <laughs> he usually only has the same lines. Come on in, guys. <laughs> oh wait, we will we'll, in the next episode. He said something very creepy. What was it that he said? Um... Let's get going. <laughs> Something like that. Before they started the challenge. It was very weird. I have no idea. But, and, and what was weird is that Angela kept pretending that getting rid of Natalie was like a big move. But also it's like, everyone knows how annoying she is. Yeah, it wasn't like the like move of the century, you know? No. Any other comments of of tribal before the votes? Um, I I don't know. I saw it coming. I Natalie w- Natalie had to get the last word in. Jeff was like, Natalie, I oh, I just noticed you have to have the last word, and she was like, Yep, and then she did. <laughs> I always like when somebody says somebody has to have the last word, and then they are the last person to talk. Like in that conversation, it's always fun. But this is when. So then we have we have a vote count that well, I, Natalie... I I wanted to comment quick on Natalie's yeah, confessional because yeah. I love how she ends everyone with a compliment. What did she say this time? Oh, she said I love your purple yeah, hair. She, yeah, she was like I forget what she said. It was like something kind of shady and then she was like I love your purple hair. And I love that technique. Mhm. It's not better than your skin is gorgeous, darling. Yeah, no. It is, uh, nothing it will is, be better than it that. It is kind of endearing. Um, yeah, so then so then the votes come out. 
Yes. <laughs> that was me reacting to Lauren saying something positive about Natalie. Oh, fair enough. I kind of was hoping you didn't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> um. So then the votes come out, and it's it's uh three to two. Natalie goes home, and then Larissa had the other votes. Yeah, that Larissa had the other later. two votes. And then uh, we got the moment where Angelina asks Natalie for her jacket a bunch, and Natalie just so cold ignores her. It was so funny. Oh my god, it was so good. And here's the thing. Didn't she say something in, like, the exit interview about it? Oh, yeah. Natalie said that I didn't give her my jacket because I didn't think I could trust her. Bitch, who the fuck did you think voted for Larissa instead of you? Well, well, but then they cut... In the next episode, it turns out Natalie was right to not trust her. Right. Why? But also in a different interview, Natalie said that she wasn't going to give her the jacket anyway. Yeah. Because, because Angeline admitted she only voted for Larissa... In hopes that um, Natalie would see that and then give her her jacket. Yeah, but she also could have just voted for her. Like, she chose, she knew the way the vote was going and chose to vote for Natalie, or for for Larissa instead of Natalie um, to save favor with her. But just for a jacket. But she she didn't vote for her. She screwed her, well, I guess it doesn't end up mattering in the end, but. She, not, but my point is, Natalie has to think somebody voted for Larissa with me and it was probably the person who's still trying who was sticking up for me the entire tribal council because Angelina was basically just um kissing Natalie's ass the whole time but i'm saying you can't defend Angelina for that after finding out that she was just doing that for the sole purpose of trying to get the jacket right i don't know i mean my, what my point is, it's not that I'm defending Angelina. It's that I'm saying that Natalie, Natalie not trusting Angelina was silly because she, Angelina, from, from, from what gave Natalie, her a ton from, of lip service and also didn't vote for her. From, what, from the information that Natalie knew at the time. Yeah, she should have assumed what happened was that Angelina voted with her. She and did. she got blindsided. Well, you're not going to give your stranger a stranger your jacket at the end of the day. It looked like a nice one. Well, Natalie, there's I don't think Natalie there's any version of this where Natalie ever gave up her sweater for any reason. Exactly. It's her it's her property. So then uh but we did learn in the next episode that she did it. Oh, no, there is an, there's another moment in this episode that was really good at the end because Angelina after trying to get the jacket from Natalie goes goes well, it was worth a try. And then Nick goes, was it worth a million dollars? Which was so fucking good. It really it was. Been so much, it would have been so much better if she got voted out next. Except yeah. that didn't happen. And Nick could have really like cemented how good that line was. But he didn't. So it's fine. Uh, yeah. That line was also more fun when you thought that she didn't know how the vote was going to go. That's true. Well, no, it, it makes more sense. Well, yeah, it does. It actually doesn't make any sense if she if she got blindsided. It makes more sense when you know that she knew the whole time, because it was this, because she told everyone basically beforehand, "I'm going to vote for her to get the jacket." So I'm going to vote against you guys just to get this jacket. That's why he was said, "Was it worth? Was this gambit worth a million dollars?" But also in in Angelina's defense, if she wants to keep working with the Goliaths, she can say in full honesty that she voted to keep Natalie. If it comes down to a Goliath thing. That's true, too. 
Because no one can be like, well, she just did it for a jacket. And then she'd be like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would I do that? That's dumb. <laughs> All right. So moving on. Uh, um, so this episode, we kicked off with with the reveal of the audio, which I don't think I've seen Survivor do in a while. The audio of somebody saying something that wasn't revealed in Tribal because they show Angelina's vote um, from the week previous. I thought that was kind of cool. And it just, it made me laugh. I thought it was just like such a strange, weird thing. Thing to have happened. Yeah. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. It was, it was a weak plan. Um, so anyways, so, so we, we get that. What, what happened? You, let's go off of Lauren's notes. Cause we got to get out of here. Nothing Lauren's important happens. Ready for bed. Cause Natalie's said, gone. <laughs> um, it's just Lyrsa. They get back. Lyrsa's, you know, doesn't want to trust Angelina because she risked. She voted for Lyrsa, risking Lyrsa going home over wanting a jacket. Right, and this was, and that's more drama from from the for previous tribal. But the thing that's frustrating, I, I guess, to me is that that sentiment seemed to be shared by everybody. Mike didn't really trust Angelina anymore and was complaining about her game. Said he didn't really trust her at all, and uh, and yet. You know how things play out in this episode. None of all of this was maybe how they felt at the moment, but it ends up being bullshit because they go with the person who they think they can't trust, and I think that they probably can't trust Angelina going forward personally. But we'll see. Well, we don't. I don't think that's why they voted out Lyrsa. I think they voted out Lyrsa because Mike didn't want to vote out another Goliath. I think a hundred percent that that's what happened. I know, but I'm saying that was a mistake, which we'll get to because we talked. Yeah. We talked about the perfect strategy for Mike. I, that would have saved his ass and actually made him a really powerful in the game and he fucked it up. We'll, we'll get there. Going. Yeah. We'll get there. But what, something that Lear I think it was Lisa said that if, you know, about not trusting Angelina is that if she'll do that for a jacket, what would she do for a million dollars? Exactly. That's my point in that that's what they shouldn't have trusted yeah, her. Yeah, it's like, you, yeah, you can't trust her because she was, I mean, it's a, just the whole thing is dumb, but... I mean, and like Lyrsa's right is like she risked someone going home just because she wanted another jacket. You do what you mm. have to do. Yeah. So, but also my my notes are really all over the place because I watched <laughs> the immunity challenge and then I went back and watched the beginning and then I watched the tribal. <laughs> I, I why? <laughs> because when she got home from work, I was watching that competition, and then she backed up and went backwards. <laughs> um, so then, then I, I think I go straight into the reward challenge. Yeah, and I, it just I did write. No, you go. I was say during during um, the beginning of the the reward challenge, Jeff goes. Gabini is in dead last early. <laughs> I just, I had another Jeff line where he goes, this is a disaster for Gabini. Absolute disaster. <laughs> I think, I think, I don't know when I wrote it down. Oh, I I wrote it down during the immunity challenge, but it's, it's the same during the reward challenge too. But he is so mean to purple and it's just so funny because he was so supportive of Donathan always last season, <laughs> no matter what. 
Donathan could be like so far behind everybody and he'd be like Donathan you're still in this but like with purple he's like man purple you're not gonna win he he was like I would tell you to give up but I hate quitters so much (laughs) it but uh, it it was kind of sad to watch It, it was a sad show both challenges uh did they lose they lose the reward too I don't remember I don't remember either Cool. Cause like, but it, but it, <laughs> I barely want to even spend time with what happened between the challenges. Cause this was the most annoying thing I've ever seen for me. I hated it. What? The whole like thing with Elizabeth and the bed and like cutting oh. bamboo. It annoyed well, I, me. The only thing I want to talk about is like Daddy I just crying again. <laughs> no. Oh, oh my god. No, that's not even news at this point. Because <laughs> um, Gabby's like the opposite. Whoops. Uh, Gabby's like the opposite of Christian in that it seems like she's gotten like... I, I feel like she's somewhat confident in real life, but since she's gotten to the island, she's like lost all of her self-confidence. Um, yeah, it seems that way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so then we... So really quick, we'll talk about... Um, oh, I just want to mention this really quick. I like the way that... Oh, nope, this is later. So... Great, this is good. This we're is all good over the stuff. place. <laughs> so, so Elizabeth... This just... All, all I want to talk about this was that it was fascinating watching Elizabeth, like, tr- like deal with this situation. Not th- The situation itself was stupid. Uh, I don't think she was in the wrong necessarily either. I think she was obviously frustrated because um people kept complaining about stuff but nobody was doing anything and i've definitely been in that situation before but those pet peeves that we thought was going to be an issue with elizabeth back at the beginning of the draft are finally coming out and did either of you guys see venom no no there's a part in venom where tom hardy gets really mad this is before he has the symbiote and he's just supposed to be a normal person but he's really mad because his neighbor's being noisy and he does this thing where he goes he just gets like really angry visibly (laughs) and like goes and that was kind of what Elizabeth was doing in the confessional and stuff and I thought that was fascinating (laughs) I don't understand what she was trying to do and how cutting bamboo in half was going to make that even a little bit better because the bamboo right now was like that sideways like it was a cylinder so it was raised and her plan was to cut the bamboo so that they would be like even so there would be holes in the middle of it but it would be an even they would be flat on the thing instead of raised up okay yeah uh it goes over my head too I don't. I still don't fully understand. I was that. gonna pick up Lauren's water bottle and turn it sideways, but I think that would have ruined the podcast <laughs> when I destroyed my computer. <laughs> but yeah, it's basically like if you were laying on a bunch of bottles uh, that were sideways, and then if you cut the bottles in half, then they would still they would be flat um, when you laid on them if you were suspending them in the air, which is how the, the it is. That actually yeah, helps. <laughs> I'm glad. I, I'm glad. I, I'm sure Christian could have explained it better than me, but he can explain um, anything. He's he's pretty smart, and he's he's, he's a virtual show. What? His mind. 
Oh, his mind. I think you said his vine. He has a group vine <laughs> account. Um, um, yeah, so that was interesting. Davy and her were getting frustrated with each other. I felt bad. I... I definitely sided more with Elizabeth. Like she seemed very emotional and upset when she was talking. And then instead of being like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize all that stuff. And maybe I can help you out. He was just like, yo, here's the thing though. (laughs) Just like got more (laughs) mad at her. And I, and I definitely saw that just going much worse than it ended up. It's a good thing that they won immunity because drama would have happened. Well, actually, I mean, for as a viewer, it was a bad thing because it would have been more fun to watch them at Tribal, I think, this week. Yeah, I I don't know. The whole thing for me, I was like, oh, God, there was really nothing happened, and this is what we're left with. That's fair. Allison and Gabby were discussing blindsiding Dan. That happened. Mm-hmm. I, I was glad Allison finally decided to show up. <laughs> Darcy Carden. Yeah, I like that her whole thing, too, was that she she immediately, like, agreed to work with Gabby because she felt bad for Gabby, and I think that's interesting. But again, like we're saying, you're seeing it, like, step by step by step. The David and Goliath lines are being, like, torn down. So. Yeah, in the best way. In the best way. You're seeing people work with other people and, and starting to form alliances, and that's a really good sign for the merge because it means that Things can break off in a ton of different ways and people could have things and Nick's is the Mason Dixon line truly dead? Will we will, will the rock stars survive? Um What about the thoroughbreds? What about the thoroughbreds? Are they still a thing? <laughs> and the brochachos. We have so many. What if what if Nick was able to join the Brochachos through the Mason Dixon line, and then he brings in Elizabeth and um I don't think he gives a shit about Elizabeth. I don't think he does either. <laughs> but like but just what if like Nick just ran the game from here on out? I'm here for it. I could, <laughs> like I, I could see that happening. Like that He's in a good position for it, honestly. Yeah. Um cause see I think he'll get along with the Brochachos. All thanks to Pat having to be medevaced. Yeah, because he was almost gone immediately. So, um... This immunity challenge. This immunity challenge was actually... I thought it was kind of cool. Uh, except the part where it's maybe the worst performance in immunity challenge I've ever seen. Yeah, that's true. And also, it was the one day it wasn't raining and they made them do a challenge involving water. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Obviously, Green crushes it. Yeah, the best tribe. And this is the second year in the row, I might add, by the way, that they split into three tribes and the green tribe dumped, like didn't lose a single challenge. Because it happened in Ghost Island too. The greens didn't well, the green lose at all. Well, the reward. But now, yeah, that's true. But that, but all of the immunity challenges, they never went to tribal. But now it's the purple tribe that's the shitty one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just it was so bad. Like they all kept cramping, and. Mike just straight up dropped it. Even it was, when they were trying to pour the water into the well, they missed. And it's and you and the thing about it is, sorry, I know she's gone and I shouldn't bring her up again, but it's not like <laughs> Quinn. It's not like Natalie could have helped them either. Like she wouldn't have been good at this challenge. Like it wasn't like, oh, maybe if they would have kept Natalie, things would have been different. No, it's just they. We said it as soon as this tribe was like revealed <laughs> that they weren't going to be good at challenges. And yeah, you would have succeeded at it. <laughs> if only Natalie was still there. 
Remember when Natalie fell down the net climb? <laughs> Remember when you followed your dreams and went on Survivor? Ouch! Oh. So anyway, <laughs> I <should've... laughs> clearly I I, I uh, messed the lion's paw on that one. So something that happens that made me laugh really, not, I I appreciated was further proof that Alec is a puppy. <laughs> was during the immunity challenge they because they had to pour water water water. <laughs> They had to carry, like, this giant saucer and pour water into a well to release a bag. And so they're pouring it. The orange team is pouring it. Alex sees the bag fall and immediately drops his portion of the saucer to go run towards it. <laughs> it <was just> like, <laughs> and it was literally like a dog was doing something and then, like, a bird flew by. <laughs> and they just fully lost all of their attention. He's like, ah, squirrel! <laughs> and then he like went to go pick it up and they were all like hey <laughs> and so then he like ran back to help them like carry it over but it was so funny because he was like ooh what's that <laughs> shiny <laughs> yeah but like watching this challenge at one point I just felt sad and nothing else <laughs> oh especially and I was like I don't know how Mike White survived this mm-hmm. this tribal and still, he like the biggest, them to lose. yeah. And the but they were none. All of them were doing bad. And then it's the biggest bummer is it's like, well, I like they kept trying to win, even though at a certain point, once once they did the second thing of water and nothing happened, you knew they were like there was no way they were gonna win because that because this so stone thing was too hard to move back and forth, and, and they, they were, were already struggling. And... Yeah. They could have given up then, but then they didn't, and then they kept going, but it didn't matter. But like, there you know was it's bad when Jeff said you did a terrible performance. Yeah, which he's is like, <laughs> but he was also like saying basically like, I. But I still thought it was great that you guys kept trying. And then Mike was like, basically, this is when Mike had his existential crisis, where he was like, I, you know, I'm out here to have play Survivor and have fun, but right now I have to vote out somebody that I like. I like all of the people here, and somebody's going to go home tonight and I don't want any of them to go home. He says, I don't want to crush dreams, but I'm going to crush a dream tonight. And that's when I was afraid that there would be dramatic irony and Mike would be put out. Uh, I'm but, glad uh, it was But that it. did not happen. So I, I was like, uh, this vote was the most interesting part of the episode for me because Nick and Mike were in charge, but I think either way it went, it, it wasn't going to be a good idea for Nick or Mike. Like, there was no good option. I will tell you right now the the best thing that they could have done. Tell me. And what, and what, and, and... I don't think it would have worked for Nick, though. I think it would have worked for Nick because I think Nick would have been in, in a better position than he is now. Well, assuming that everybody... Well, knowing what we know now that Alec, that Alec is saying that the, the Goliath versus David's is over... Um, that might you might be right about well, that because he's evening he's evening it. He's not going to vote for Goliath just because it's a Goliath. But the strategy that they should have gone with was they should have all voted out because they because Mike already knew that the merge was coming this week, and I think that's why he panicked and that's why he voted the way he did. But what he should have done was voted Angelina out, and then when the merge happened and he had to talk to everybody, say. Yeah, we all voted for Natalie because we couldn't stand her. And then when we had to go to the tribal with the four of us, we voted down tribe lines 
and they went to rocks and Angelina was eliminated. Even though it's not true, nobody would have to know that. But and see, then and then he can stay he could stay in with the Goliaths, but he would have a partnership with the other guys. I don't think that would have worked cuz that would have required Nick and Lyrsa to lie for him. Because if they would have gone to rocks, if if they would have voted but don't you think Larissa would have lied for him if it meant that she was going to stay in the game? Like, I don't it seemed know. like the three of them were all close. It seemed it, like all four of them said that they were close with each other. It's just and that's like, why Mike didn't want to see him go. So I feel like he could have worked with them that way. It's just a complex lie because if it gone to rocks and they still voted Angelina and Lyrsa, the only people drawing rocks would have been Nick and Mike. Because if, oh. if you get the votes, you don't draw rocks when you go to rocks. If the votes are bad on you, you get immunity. I thought it was the other way around. Why? Wait. No. So if so, the people who are being voted for are safe. If if it goes to rocks, if the rest of the people can't decide and it goes to rocks, only the people who couldn't decide on the vote go pick rocks. Because on the revote, if you were one of the tied people, you don't vote anymore, and then you get immunity if it, they still can't come to a decision, and the rest of the people pick rocks. So if you don't get any votes, you could go home? Yeah, it's happened before. Uh, I don't know. I assumed that when it was pulled rocks, it was to decide who would go in the tie between the two people no, it's always, who were being voted out. It's always the rest of the people. Oh, so you really don't want to... Then I guess my strategy doesn't make any sense. But yeah. <laughs> I, I, I misunderstood. Because that doesn't that that doesn't make any sense to me. Because it's... You know, like when people have to make fire, it's the people who got votes, not the people who didn't get voted for. They don't get immunity when they don't get voted for. Or if like if someone votes for me and I get immunity, that's weird. Like people were voting me out. Why am I safe? It's like it's punishment on the rest of the tribe for not being able to come to a decision. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, anyways, I guess that blows up my whole thing that I Sorry. made up in my head. <laughs> I don't know why Nick wanted to... I don't think this was a smart move for Nick. I don't either. And I think Nick really could have could have convinced Mike to vote out Angelina if he tried hard enough. I do too. I think... I think, I think he was teetering enough. Mm-hmm. Like, but that's why I say it wasn't a good move for either of them to vote out the person on their tribe. So it was really like a no-win situation. Yeah, this was a this was a rough vote, uh, but Nick ended up going along with it, and I guess it makes sense if Mike had made that decision that he wasn't going to vote with them. And he could have he could have also like said told Nick that he was gonna make sure that he at least wasn't their first target or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. What I did enjoy, though, was Lyrsa's goodbye message. Wasn't it just, like, goodbye, guys? No! It was, no, like, in her, like, little confessional. Oh, Oh, yeah, I thought you meant, like, when she walked away. I'm like, I don't remember it being anything. No, in the, like, confessional. Yeah. When she's like, honestly, the thing I'm most upset about is seeing Natalie again. And she has to sit next to her at the reunion. Oh, that part was good. I did. I forgot about that. That was good. And hang out with her on Ponderosa. All right. So, uh, next week is the merge. It seems like um, all anything can fucking happen because everybody because we're throwing out David and Goliath. Because Alec goes, David versus Goliath is 
over. <laughs> and I love it. I don't know what the other people on the Goliath tribe did to Alec that upset him so much. But, right. So next week, it seems like David versus Goliath is over and in, in the merge is happening and anybody can vote anyway or things are going to get interesting. Um, the Carl... Um, wait, who has Heidel's? It's Dan and Car and uh, Davy. Who else has them? Is that it? Because Dan has two of them from the camps. Yeah, and then, and then Davy has, has one. Yeah, and um, Carl has the I don't know a fire. Interesting. Hopefully, will... good. I was just—it's very interesting because it's not at all who I expected would have them. Yeah, and I'm I'm hoping I, I not that I necessarily want to see Dan get voted out, but I I am hoping that Carl uses the I don't nullifier, and for fun. yeah, it'll be cool to see what happens there. But I think if it's early on in the merge, if everybody because everybody there's people on this tribe that know Dan has an idol, and it might be fun if they all tried to blindside him with the idol and he played it, and Carl used the nullifier, and nobody knew that he did it, and it was the reason he got voted out. I just I'm ready for that want, oh shit you moment. Want to, at this point, you would want them to know that you did that. Well, he might say it afterwards, but I just like I, I like the I'm excited for the moment when like somebody plays their idol and then he's like he's like thanks for the idol, but it's not gonna work because of this. <laughs> so sorry, <laughs> like it's gonna and it's gonna be a it's gonna be a big oh shit moment. Everyone's gonna freak the fuck out and it's gonna be great. The more people there, the better it's gonna be. I think. So I hope it happens soon. And then they play it, they put it back into the game. Because I think that'll be fun. It'll be juicy. <laughs> so yeah. Um, but yeah we, don't, we don't know what, what the Goliaths did to Alec to make him not want to work with them at all. I think it was just the bullying. <laughs> yeah, it was. Again, he's a puppy. He what, The most recent thing you did to him is what's going to stick. <laughs> he was like... You are mean. <laughs> I hate all of you. Exactly. <laughs> all right. So. so, who do you think is going to get snuffed next week? Who's who's <laughs> voting first? It could be anybody. I'm just. I'm going to do wishful thinking just because I want to see this mom the moment of the auto nullifier. I'm going to say Dan gets gets auto nullified and is out. Oh, yeah, this is hard. It really could be go anyway. Yeah, you really have no idea. Uh, I'm gonna say, um, I don't even know. Gabby. That's what I kind of was thinking too. But you said her, so I'm gonna go with, I don't know, Mike. Because <laughs> um, it's it's hard because. You really have no idea how this is gonna go. Yeah, it was. It's like it's. This could be like one of the most up in the air votes ever. Mm-hmm. Um, Quinn, who do you think hoisted himself by their own petard this week? <laughs> I in think both episodes or I get yeah in both episodes we're gonna do one one petard hoister. Well, it was well, clearly Natalie. 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 <laughs> yeah, Natalie hoisted herself on her own petard. Yeah, and I'm gonna say I don't. I was going to say maybe Mike, or maybe Nick, depending on if his decision pays yeah. off good yeah. for him. Yeah. 
We don't know how far he's hoisted. Right. If Angelina would have gotten voted out this week, it would have been, been her for sure. But she survived, so good for her. Uh, she just always has this like smug smile on her face. I kind of appreciate I it. I really hate her. <laughs> I there's something like when they're sitting all at tribal and they cut to her and she's just like, I'm like that was for the podcast. I just did a visual bit where I imitated the <laughs> smile for Lauren. See, I'm I'm glad that she's like taking on a villain role because I thought losing Natalia and Natalie back to back would have like deprived us of that, but she's but, like picking up the slack. And she is, but I also at the same time don't feel like she thinks. She's no, a she villain. Doesn't. She's not trying to be a villain, no. but she just kind of is. Those you are my favorite villains. Villain. <laughs> the ones who don't know how mean they're being are the best villains. <laughs> who do you think's going to say the title? What's the title? For next week's episode, it yeah. is... What if it was David versus Goliath is over and then there just was never another episode? <laughs> so it's called, it's called uh, There's Gonna Be Tears Shed. And, and that's either saying that somebody is going to be crying tears or there is going to be a tears shed, a shed full of tears. <laughs> and it could go it could go either way, but there is no A between tears and shed. So I'm going to assume it's, it means crying. There's going to be tears shed. I think that that's, that's somebody in a, in a confessional saying that they're about to blindside somebody. Yeah, I think so too. I'm going to say Mike White. That's what I, I kind of was going that route. We're so on the same page. I know. Uh, our minds. <laughs> I'm going to say Angelina. Oh, I don't think she gives a shit about if people are crying. No, I think she's delighted by it. I think she's like, this could be tear shed. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I think whoever's saying it is pumped about it, honestly. I and was, then she cackles evilly. <laughs> I was thinking... Along the lines of Mike, Nick, or Christian. You gotta make a choice. I think I'm gonna go with Christian. There's also only one more episode listed on this Wikipedia, and I am afraid that it will not <laughs> be updated after this. <laughs> we'll be completely out of information. I I think the police need to look into why the Survivor Wikipedia page is not getting updated. Well, I'm filing a missing person. We solve a murder. <laughs> Our minds. Then our Survivor <laughs> podcast becomes a true crime podcast, and we're the highest rated podcast in the world. Okay, do we have any other? Yeah, that. Uh... <laughs> um, I think we're pretty much done. I, we don't have any other predictions or anything, right? Well, I was asking if anyone else wanted to predict anything. I predict uh, this is going to be less fun without Natalie. Oh, I'm right. <laughs> well, do we? In the one episode we've had without Natalie, you cannot not say it was the least fun one. Uh, yeah. Thank you. That's all. Nope, nope, podcast over. (laughs) (laughs) 